Welcome to the Tavern Cast Network. is the show about the world of Warcraft and casual video gaming brought to you by your human friends at Taverncast. And now, here are your noobs, Eloisius, Roxylox, and Infernal Bill. This is Roxylox. And this is Infernal Bill. I'm Eloisius. And we are Taverncast Elite. Elite! Elite! <laughs> the show covering all things World of Warcraft and video gaming from a decidedly casual perspective. Share your gaming experiences with us because we love your gaming experiences. Not so much ours, we just live vicariously through you. So the more interesting, the better. Call the show in the United States of America at 734-418-7077 or internationally. How do they call us if they're in Afghanistan? Well, that's a very good question. First, you have to find a phone. Then you can punch the digits. And that would be... Or, actually, don't punch any digits in Afghanistan. You need to find a computer in Afghanistan. And then install Skype. And then, after you install Skype, avoid the people that are shooting at you. And if you're able to do all that, be sure to find us at the username TavernCast. That's all caps, T-A-V-E-R-N-C-A-S-T. Hey, you know, we actually have two Skype calls. Do we really? Let's hear them. We do. I want to hear them. Hey, guys. JT. I'm a longtime fan of the show. Keep up the good work. I especially love how the WoW show is back. It's pretty awesome. But there was an error in the second WoW show. Uh, Karen Bloodhoof is right here chilling with me. I mean, he's, he's not dead. Karen! Hey, come here. Hello, Tavern Cast. It's Karen Bloodhoof. I felt... Like retiring to the West Coast, so I fit my own death. Happy tears come from happy cows. Happy cows come from California. Have a nice day. Love the show. Hey guys, it's Blue Corn Chips from the forum. I kind of have a funny story to tell. I just recently got back into World of Warcraft and I was playing up in my room and I'm and while I'm playing a goblin, and she's like, wow, the graphics look so much better. Everything looks so nice and pretty. And I was like, yeah, well, that's kind of because I'm on an island. Do you want to see something scary? So I go back to the um, uh, the logging stream with Deathwing, and she goes, no, no, he, even he looks pretty updated. So even my mom, who's never played Warcraft before, noticed that um, Blizzard put an update to the graphics in their game. I don't know what that says about Blizzard, but I just thought it was kind of funny. Find information. Find information. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Find, Find information. information. Go ahead. No, no. It's all no, ready? Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Find, Find information. Archived episodes. And show forums for every show in the, the Tavern Cast Network at dot. Taverncast.com. We've got four of them. Of them now. Weirdos. I like how we get slower as we keep going. Sands through the hourglass, so are the days of the lives of these noobs. 
bogging down the internets with your awesomeness. Who is that voice? I heard somebody. Who's this crazy chick on the show? Hey guys, it's Kern Kater. Woo! Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, Kern boys Kater. and girls, you requested it, you wanted it, she's back, ready for action. And now, because you've waited three years for it, it's time for... <laughs> Out of Character with Kern Kater! <laughs> Go, Kern Kater! Today, we're going to talk about role-playing in Mount Hyjal. That's right, Mount Hyjal. If we all open our books together to page 42, we can read about Mount Hyjal and Nordrasil. <laughs> uh, hi, guys. I missed you. Hi, Kern Kater. Hey. Welcome back. Yeah, so this whole expansion thing has really psyched me out. I've really gotten into playing again, and I was so happy to hear you guys back on the air. I said, I'm going to come out and hang out with you again. <laughs> yeah, that's Yay! not really what really happened. Actually, what we did is we got a phone call here please, at the Taverncast Executive please, World please Headquarters, and uh, Kern Kater is like, Hi, um, this is Kern Kater. Listen, um, I've been listening to that new Warcraft show you guys do, and while I think it's really great that you wanted to go back into the thing that I basically started, I'm not sure how I feel about another <laughs> chick being on the show. Aww. Who is this Roxilox person? Yeah, that's she's exactly not like me. She's not as good. Every time she comes on, she's just like, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! That's all she does. Like, that's oh all she god. does. And, and she, no, no lore. No lore. Nothing about priests. Nothing about, what? you know... Wait a second. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Live. All right. Well, maybe no, maybe actually, there's something I about. You, I really like this makeup because it's very. It's just like the old days. Two guys and two girls. It's exactly like the original. <laughs> <laughs> So we're actually back at Taverncast after a uh, somewhat extended holiday break. All the shows are now coming back, um, starting starting actually last week with um, another On Tap episode, and I think we're recording one this week, too. And now we're back doing Taverncast Leet, and I think there's a brand new uh, regular Taverncast show coming out maybe next week. What did you guys do over the winter break? Well, I actually got to level 85 yesterday, so yay! Hey. I'm excited. Wow. Oh, you have succeeded in being very noobish. Oh. <laughs> How long did it take I was you actually to go? really excited. How long did it take you to go from 80 to 85? To well, there are lots of people speaking into my head right now. <laughs> Here, okay. let's try this again. Uh, Three, two, one. Go ahead, Kern. You, you go. You ask her. <laughs> you go, you go, you go. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You go ahead. You ask her. How long did it take you to take you to As far as blade time, I don't know. I didn't really play a lot over Christmas, so a couple weeks. I mean, however long since the expansion came out. I wasn't really hardcore about it at all, but I just tried to Were you playing the same character all the time, or was it like different characters? Actually, I did switch a little bit. I played my worgen a little bit. I have an alliance worgen now who's like level 20-ish something. So I had a lot of fun with her for a while, um, but then a lot of the pods started doing more instances, and I was sad because I didn't get to play with them because I wasn't one of the big kids, so I kind of started pushing more to level on my priest, but I Isn't hit Isn't that 85. always the way it goes? Oh <laughs> Well, it wasn't... I mean, I still was playing with some people, but I did want to start getting into some of the other stuff, like the heroics and... Yeah, but there's always that drive to catch up. I mean, like I remember both in the in the original game. Well, uh, Kern Kater, you were like this back in the original uh, for a long time there, where you were like, "I'm I'm sick of not running all these things, and I've got to get to sixty when it was still sixty was the top." And I remember being like that in Burning Crusade when I rolled up that paladin for a while that I've since forgotten about and deleted. But uh, it was just like I don't want to do this anymore. I want to catch up with everybody else. So it's always kind of that drive to get you up to that the highest level. Yeah, I don't feel like I really pushed it, though. I mean, I took my time. I was reading all the quests, kind of getting into all the lore and stuff. I checked out Hyjal and Vashir and then Deep Holm, and I just got to all of them now. So, I mean, I, I, like, finished all the quests in there, which was kind of fun. And I didn't really push really hard. Like, I know some people try to get 85 in, like, a day. <laughs> That's not me. Bill? So this over the over the break, um, I was playing the worgen. I know it was the concept was anathema of playing the alliance, but the worgen are just so freaking cool. So I ended up uh, rolling up a character on there, you know, 
Which is interesting because you basically start out rolling up a guy. Of course, everybody that's within the sound of my voice knows this, like, as of a month ago. But for me, it was all new. But you you basically, you know, figure out the features of your guy um, as a human being. And then you start the whole quest line as the guy. And then he turns into the werewolf, and which is pretty exciting. And the whole idea of, you know, going through the burning town and, and the worgen infestation and then all the betrayals. And then you've got the undead coming in. I'm going, wait a minute, I am undead. I've got a totally badass undead character. No! And then, <laughs> you know, like it gets to the end and you see what's-her-face, the hot undead chick, you know, and she's like, you know, super badass and evil now. And it's really cool. I really liked the whole worgen experience that was um so I, I basically got up to not as elite as roxy i think i got up to level whatever it is 13 or 14 whatever it is where you're basically end it and now you go to the um elf town and oh, uh yeah. you know basically world of warcraft pop proper and at that point i just couldn't stand being part of the night elf so i had to stop they actually changed a lot of the quests like in Darkshore and stuff though. I was really surprised. Um it was a totally different zone. I don't know if you've ever played Alliance really or if you even care, but <laughs> it was that was kind of fun too. That's why I stuck with it for so long just because it was cool checking out all the new quests and seeing everything that's changed and got to hang out with Malfurion, which was kind of cool. Hey, did you did you do what I what I said you should do and go play the uh, role of an undead and play through that? No. Because it perfectly complements the Worgen campaign. It's on my it's on my list of things to do. <laughs> the thing that I switched over after I did Worgen was over to the goblins, which I did not like at all. I mean, goblins it's fine. I mean, the racial um, bonuses you get are pretty cool actually. There, it seems to make up for the total ineptitude of being a goblin, but um, it wasn't quite enough because it, the quests were just sort of I don't know, they were just like lame. They didn't speak to me. There was it was too tongue in cheek, really. For and 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 the idea of being like the trade baron or the trade prince, um, you know. Though though I enjoyed trade and though I enjoyed uh, you know money, it's um, it wasn't. I just didn't find it that appealing. So I, you didn't get off the island, though, right? No, I didn't get off the okay, island. Okay, well, Gilligan. get off the island. It get, it it changes. The experience changes. But um, yeah, I don't know. Based on where I know we're going tonight, maybe we can talk about the goblins a little bit later. But. Um, yeah, I tend to agree with you about them. Although there is some cool stuff that that floats along with the main ongoing WoW storyline in the Goblin campaign that you only see there. Uh, and that big thing is is that you find out what happens to Thrall between the time he leaves Orgrimmar, <laughs> heading out to deal with the Maelstrom, and the time you see him at the Maelstrom. Oh, that's and okay. So that's it deal, cool. It, it deals that. with that. Yeah, in fact, you you quest with Thrall and with um, Agra, his new girlfriend, and the whole nine yards. Garrosh stared again at the blood and poison-coated weapon he bore. Magatha had stolen his honor, had stolen his respect in the eyes of the horde he so loved. She had used him, used Gorhowl, too. A weapon his father had once wielded, it had been coated with poison, the coward's weapon. It, too, had been dishonored. And Magatha, in performing such a base, deceitful act... Had spat in the face of her shamanic traditions, and Eitrig was telling him that there were some who believed he would willingly be involved in this? No! He would show Vorjin and any others who voiced their lies exactly what he thought of them. He closed his eyes, clenched his hand on the hilt of Gorhau, and let the rage take him! <laughs> Whoa. Chapter Next time on Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Bill's got the uh, the shattering book. Yes. Who bought you that for Christmas, Bill? Awesome. Who, who who gave you the old one for Christmas, Bill? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's outstanding. It, it is it is high literature. I love it. I'm I can't get enough of it. Chapter twenty seven is uh, upcoming. And I can't wait to find out what happens. It does actually bridge the gap between the last expansion and this one and makes the game a little bit more interesting, right? It does. I mean, look, at the end of the day, it's a nice, interesting story. It's not like high fantasy or anything no, like that. But no. it's sort of like, you know, cheap literature. No offense to Christy Golden. But it's, uh, it's a very easy read and it is pretty interesting. And it definitely does bridge that gap. And if you kind of like WoW as a television series kind of thing, then it, that's you want to read it because it explains what's going on a hell of a lot better. And then the game, the quests, actually are pretty interesting. So, Michelle, what did you do over the break? And actually, what have you been doing for a while? Because we, we haven't, haven't heard been. from you in since 
July, August? July. Um, well, <clears throat> I've been, I live down, down under, as you all know. It's been, it's been a great year. I've uh, done a little bit of, kind of took some time off from WoW for a while just because I was kind of bored out of my mind just doing the same thing over and over again. And then when the expansion hit, I thought, oh, do I really want to do this? And then I saw some really cool things online because I'm not, I'm not one of these people that goes onto the websites and like goes onto the PTR and does all this other stuff to try to figure out, you know, what's coming, what is it going to look like? But I, uh, I got into ga- into game again once uh, Cataclysm came out, and I've I've been having a really great time. I've been leveling very slowly, um, just because for one of those reasons that Eli was talking about before, when the game first came out, I felt a real drive to get to sixty after about you know uh, two weeks of everybody else doing quests and having fun and things, and and I just kind of rocketed through most of the you know level forty five to fifty to sixty stuff. Like I never really saw much of the burning steps. I never saw much of the blasted lands. I never saw much of um, of that area around Black Rock Mountain. And then I thought you know between eighty and seventy seventy and eighty. Um, I did kind of the same thing because I wanted to be up there playing with everybody and I just didn't have the same kind of game time, blah, blah, blah. But this time I said, you know what? Ah, I'm just really going to enjoy it. So I, I've I've really taken my time. I've wanted to play a goblin, um, but I didn't want to roll up from the very bottom because I've got about three different alts that I'm working on right now. So I, I started a death knight, which is a real Ooh. change for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've had, yeah, but I've had a really great time with it. Um, and she's level 60, almost 63 now. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Anduin did not reply, but felt a gentle warmth <laughs> stealing through him. <laughs> Softly, Rohan said, You're a good lad. Anduin Lan Rin, you have a good heart. Know that even if it breaks, it will mend again. And as the dwarf withdrew, Anduin realized that there had been no magic performed on him at all. And yet, he felt better. Healing, it would seem, took many forms. Do you know, with as much free press as we're giving to Christy Golden's books, where is she? Why are we not getting money? We should get her on the show. Like a half an hour. Kern, you can get it on, like, you know, if you hook, like, a can and a string and put it to, like, Bill's house over the Pacific Ocean, you can get the book. You can get the book that way. You can get the book in an injectable needle. You can put it right in your effing brain through the needle. That You need the book. Get the book. Well, Bryce, people complain when you scream. I just want to let you know. They don't like screaming. I just just wanted to say When I got Cataclysm, I decided that I didn't want to rocket through kind of how I was talking about before. I didn't want to just run through the quests and click on the maps and write, I've got to go here, go there, kill X number of this, collect Y number of that. I actually want to read. So one of my fellow Aussie players and I have been teaming together to go through the quests together, read all of the read all of the te- quest text you know, ride there as opposed to flying there if we can so we can see as much of the countryside as possible. So we can actually explore the world, not just go point A to point B. This is the first time I've ever done this. I actually finished all the quests in one zone, like did every single one. Evidently, they've used a new kind of phasing technology with the expansion where you've got, where the, the zone actually changes. And I'd never but seen they did that this, before. They did that in uh, Wrath of the Lich King too, but it wasn't used very much. But this is right. massive. Know, They're using it everywhere yeah. now. Yeah. Well, they did that with what was it? A uh, Wrathgate in in Wrath of the Lich King in in Dragonblight. Yep. And yep. I rem- I remember that because I I was taken through that at at a breakneck speed by a bunch of people saying, "Oh, you really got to see this." And I didn't enjoy any of the quests that I actually did because we did them in the span of about two hours, and they were just kind of basically dragging me by my ass, like from you know quest to quest to quest, trying to get the stuff done. And this time I actually, you know, read everything and talking about Tortola, that giant turtle, and oh, how sad, you got to go get all of his kids and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the whole zone changes. 
So what your tag guys are telling me is this has never really happened before. Now this has changed. So can I go back as a level 83 and help somebody through those same quests into the zone that's changed for me? You know, know, that's a I don't very know. good question. <laughs> I wonder if you group with them, if it'll put you in the same phase or not. Because I know I've been in a group with people, and there's like a little circular thing next to their name that says they're in a different phase. But I'm wondering if it you can somehow set yourself to like sync to be in their phase. I mean, I'll, that would make I'll sense. bet you. Yeah, I'll bet you it works. I mean, I can't imagine that the designers would have not played through that in some like early alpha and said, oh yeah, this might be a problem. It <laughs> could be bad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, just, just knowing that that A exists, B has probably been considered and C has been tackled, doesn't that just make you think this is the most awesome game ever? I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you know? when, there, when you actually complete a quest and the entire environment changes, I mean, that's pretty spectacular. It's mind-boggling. I remember when I first started playing this game, I was my mind was boggling of the fact that you had so many people hitting the server simultaneously and you got some gigantic server that's able to take all those thousands of commands and and process them simultaneously on an ongoing basis and now they've taken it to the whole level that in that entire world I mean you're not even in an instance when they're doing mm-hmm. this phasing you're actually mm-hmm. in the main world so this server is now not just processing all those <laughs> commands simultaneously it is now phasing areas of the world people are different people are playing in different areas of the world at different different phases I guess is what you call it or different like an times alternate or reality different periods right the fa- whole phasing thing really threw me for a loop, but I thought that was really cool. But not ever having finished all the quests in a zone before, I, I had never – I didn't know. Maybe, God, maybe I was missing something else, like back since you know the very beginning of the Barrens. This actually happened in the Barrens, and I'd, it had always been a lush tropical paradise that I just couldn't see because I didn't you know, find Man Crick's wife. I, I absolutely love it now. You were talking earlier about like being back in the 60s and having missed things like um... – Blasted lands and uh, burning steps, burning steepes, things like that, <laughs> and um, steeps. steeps, burning steeps. Um, but they, it, I, th- I think a lot of people did, and I think that's because they, they meaning Blizzard, designed these things so that there was a ton of quests in these zones, and that you you would get to level sixty or level seventy or level eighty, um, in, in all those expansions. Long before you would ever see all the quests. I mean, for Wrath of the Lich King, I never got into yeah. Ice Crown. Ice never Crown. got into Ice Crown. Really? Um, no, I mean, like, and <laughs> I, I, cool. I think I leveled in. Oh God, what's the swamp thing? The big crater. Un-Goro the big jungly crater. crater. Shalazar, like, no. Shalazar. No, it's not Ungoro. Sure, Shalazar. <clears throat> your, your mom's Zalander. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> Sholazar, Sholazar Basin, right. That's where I leveled, uh, or hit uh, 80. But yeah, it's like there's a whole bunch of stuff in Wrath that I just never saw. And I'm, you know, I've and I've, I've gone back to think maybe I'll go back and play through it. The same thing was true in uh, Burning Crusade with like uh, Shadow Moon Valley and Netherstorm. I, I really would have liked to have seen like the whole biodomes and Netherstorm. Never saw any of that. It makes me feel better, though, that there are other people out there that have done the same thing, that have skipped entire regions, that it's not just me. Because I know a lot of the hardcore players went through and they became lore master by finishing all the quests and and doing all the exploration. And I did explore everything. I just didn't necessarily get the quest because I did kind of want to see stuff. It got to the point, I think, where I was just kind of flying over areas. Okay, ding, got that. Okay, ding, got that. All right, over, ding. But I, I would like to go back and do that stuff. The War Master thing- sounds like the achievement of doom. I mean, don't you guys think so? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's I mean, you've got to be psycho to get the Lore Master achievement. Every, uh, I don't know how many quests it actually is, but like each zone is, you know, it's like 300 quests here, 500 quests there. It's it's obnoxious. Well, I'll bet it's mm-hmm. a different experience now, though, because, you know, the, the World of Warcraft of old was um, sort of sort of had so much going on, so much to introduce that a lot of the quests took a sort of a, or the zones had a shotgun approach with the quests. You're running here, you're running there. One quest line did not lead into the next. It was very difficult mm-hmm. to, and you you ended up having to backtrack to a lot of different places. There there wasn't really a whole lot of efficiency in getting your quest done, and a lot of them seemed repetitive. Go over here and kill a bunch of these things and collect their you know random tails and give them over to Bob who needs. Them, you know, and you're and, and you can only do that so many times before you just are going and all your friends are at level 60 already and you're just going, I just want to get to level 60 so I can kind of hang out with everybody else. But right. I, th- I think at this point, 
Um, they may. I'm hopeful. I haven't done the quest line from from zero to sixty yet. But I think the idea was that they're going to revamp that, so you can do what you're saying, Kern, or, or far more easily. It's or at least the the world lends itself to doing these quests in a meaningful way, going from zone to don't, zone to zone, knowing which one's next, rather than trying mm-hmm. to look up on like Wikipedia and going, I'm level forty something. Where am I supposed to be at this point? I guess my question for you guys in bringing all this stuff up was, has there been a specific quest line in the last five years since you've been playing that has always stuck with you, that has been your ultimate favorite quest line? Um, Are you talking about ma- pre, pre-cataclysm? Or pre-cataclysm or cataclysm? post, including cataclysm. What has been your absolute favorite quest line? Why has it been your favorite? And have you gone back and played it on other characters to relive it? Of the entire game. Of the entire game. I don't know about a quest line, but I've really liked the Tiras Fall Glade zone in general, and I used to play like replay that every once in a while, especially like Halloween time because it was like the spooky zone <laughs> to play in. But that was—I mean, I always thought that one was really neat. Which they've revamped it all now, and it's even cooler now. But that used to mm-hmm. be my my favorite one. I'd I'd go back and do that sometimes too. Hmm. Can I give you two? Wow. Yes, because I'm not I'm not sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how to break these up because one one was very like um, story rich, and I think it's my favorite because of that because it seemed really epic to me. And the other one was just sort of very experiential and cool because of that. So the the old one that I'm thinking about is the Varigan's Fist quest for it's a Paladin class quest to get your weapon at like level twenty or something. You get the Varigan's Fist, which is a big two hand mace, and that quest was part of the old style quest they used to do that Bill has talked about before where you used to like go in get your whole group together and go into multiple instances to like take mm-hmm. on bosses and stuff just to get pieces for your weapon or things like yeah. that. So you had to go through a big quest just to try to get this epic thing and there was a story to it and you know that kind of thing and I remember that being cool when I did it the first time and it was memorable because of that. But I think Blizzard really has come a long ways with Cataclysm and I think that Actually, the new questing, to me, seems like they're focusing and, – and tell me, guys, if you think I'm wrong here. But it, it seems to me like the questing now is endeavoring to tell a an ongoing story more than it's just trying to get you from point A to B in level. In fact, oh, yeah, I don't even definitely. really notice leveling. I notice the story. And then all of a sudden I level and I'm like, wow, I wasn't even paying attention to that. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like all the high-level zones that I've – which I've finished Hygel and Vashir and then Deepholm, and it seems like they all kind of have a big story going on, and in the end it kind of winds down and all fits together. So I I like that. I think that's really cool that they're doing that now, whereas with the other zones when we were leveling up, it was you kind of, like Bill said, you're trying to figure out where you're supposed to go. You're kind of hopping around and everything, and everything's a lot more streamlined, and they've done a really good job tying everything together, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. So my other one there then in Cataclysm is going to be the um, all of the undead quests from one to about twenty. Really, I, I loved it. I I thought really? I think it's the best thing in Warcraft I've ever seen. One huh. through twenty undead. And the thing is, is that I, like I've like you've heard me already tell Bill here if you if you like the worgen. Go play through the undead one through twenty because they tie together. So you what you see in the worgen where the worgen are fighting off the forsaken, you see the other side from the forsaken's point of view and what's going on with the worgen, and it makes the whole thing like one really cool story. But I have to give the edge to the undead. I think I think the undead beat out the worgen by far. It's just a really epic and cool <laughs> campaign over there. Oh my god, Bill, what do you think? I mean, I, I very much like the um, the, the warlock quest where you get your uh, your dread steed. The one that sort of really <laughs> blew my mind was the um, was back in Burning Crusade. Um, the, it blew my mind for the first time is is when you go first go to uh, the main city, which is Shattrath, and you get introduced to like this blue void walker. Who oh, sort yeah. of starts talking oh, to yeah, you, and he starts whispering <laughs> to you, like you know, you know, and it's and it's using like your name, and you do like this tour all around the entire city. I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. that that made me feel. I thought that was very interactive. I mean, it was hey, Bill. My, yeah. What What do you mean he was talking to you? <laughs> well, for me, he was he was he was telling what me what was he was what was he, he was whispering about the void, and I believe the torment, and he would said something about you know. Wait, wait! A, a non-player character was talking to you. Yeah, and it was it was telling me to play more 
um, and and to eat more hot pockets. And it said, you know, don't you know get a jug for your urine because time for the bathroom is for losers. Um, you know, you know, just basically stuff like that. Hey, Kern, Roxy, did either of you have that experience? No. <laughs> that's weird. That's weird. That that really wow. That's something, Bill. Yeah. All the stuff that involved the Warlock really spoke to me because I thought it was just cool stuff. I really enjoyed the Warlock. still probably my favorite class. But that was the first time in Burning Crusade where I felt part of the story. And I thought that was pretty immersive and pretty neat. It's almost like they make it make it they personalize it for you. So getting getting whispered to and told to urinate into a jug really kind of brings you into the game. Um, but it's but it, it changing phasing the game for you as in 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 crusade in um, cataclysm does that for you as well because then it forever changes your play your play style. Um, it isn't a matter of you know when Encourage came out and then the world changed as a result of things that a bunch of people did or when the Scourge invasion happened and the world changed. As, as a result of things that the, the server did as a whole, this is an individual game change, and I think that's a really, really positive, positive step that Blizzard has taken. Do you guys think questing is better on your own? I actually think that I, I get more out of the game if if I'm just going through the quests, um, you know, like a standard RPG or something, where I'm just reading the quest text and playing the game all by myself. Usually, for me, when people get worked into the equation, like real people, right. it's distracting, yeah. and people run around too much, <laughs> and they say stupid things that totally pull me out of the moment, and the, the world is kind of ruined for me. So I've kind of learned I don't play with people until I'm done questing. Yeah, I agree. I'm kind of like that, too. I like to quest on my own because I like to take my time, read the quest. Because I kind of hate even when you have the quests and the instances, especially now, too, they have a bunch that, like, the quests will pop up as you're in the instance. So I'm, like, trying to read it, and then people start pulling. and DPS. Yeah. DPS. <laughs> yeah, and it's really DPS. frustrating because I'm like, I want to find out, like, why we're killing these people and what's going on. But um, So in general, I like to quest by myself just to... If it's the first time I'm doing the quest. Quiet on vent. Quiet on vent. <laughs> Roxalox. Roxalox, can you get up here, please? Roxalox, <laughs> we need you up front. Heels, all heels on. Heel now. <laughs> no, I agree. That's the worst. The yeah. instance thing is the worst. I haven't I haven't been in a single instance ever where I've been able to actually enjoy it. There are there are whole really? like instances that I don't even understand because I've, I've either like well, okay, so the the random dungeon system thing has prevented me in some <laughs> cases of getting any of the lead up quests to it. So I don't know why any of these places are here. And the other thing is, once you get in there, you can't talk to anybody Faster! long enough because every yeah, Faster! everyone's like move, move. Well, move, I do move, like move, now move, how stand over here, shoot there, <laughs> well, move up here. I do like now how instead of being able to just queue up for the randoms, you actually have to discover the entrance, which usually yep. means that you have the like the lead-in quest, so you kind of know Agreed. what's going on. Um, yep. I thought that was kind of nice. It is frustrating when I wanted to group with pods, though, and we're like, they were saying, oh, we want to do this instance or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I have to fly out there, or they have to summon me or whatever, but... I don't know. It, it, I, I liked that aspect a lot. I thought that was a good idea. Well, then it's just kind of old school. Like, you know, you've mm-hmm. got to go the way that we used to. I, honestly, sometimes I wonder if the game was better that way. You can look back and say that it was like a bad thing that, you know, when you had to do a raid, it would take you half an hour to get to the location and everything else. But there was mm-hmm. something about the, the, the effort that you had to put in to go places and do stuff that sort of made it. I don't know, more meaningful. I feel this way about epics and stuff, too. Like, epics didn't mm. used to be easy to get, and you'd be lucky to have one or two early, early on in the game. And now it's like, epics just, like, fall from the sky. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, it's another purple. And then it just kind of makes you go, like, ah, oh, whatever, it's another epic, who cares? I want more! <laughs> well, but they've, they've limited that a little bit with the new dungeon system, haven't they? Where it's not, they're not quite as, the re- truly epic items aren't nearly as prolific as they were in Wrath of the Lich King. Well, I haven't done any of the heroics yet, so I'm sure um, purples drop in there all the time. But, um, mm. I mean, as far as the gear that I'm getting out of just the normals, it's not super amazing stuff. It's not a ton better than what I'm getting with quests anyways, so I right. don't know. It, I just think I'm things good. changed at one point. I don't want to go too far, far afield of this whole questing topic, but I think, like, I can name you the epics that I had early on in the game because there were so few of them and I and they mm. were special. It was like, oh my god, I have a purple. And I even remember so I got the axe two handed axe Kang the Conqueror 
or no, Kang the Decapitator. That was what it was called, Kang the Decapitator. And it was like for a short time period in our tiny little guild that we were first part in, people were like, oh, it's Bryce with his, uh, you know, epic Kang the Decapitator. Like it was a big deal that somebody had an epic. And nowadays, I mean, you know, I've had so many epics now, it's like, eh, whatever. We're like rich people. We're like filthy rich people, like, hey. I've got a new Bentley, eh, whatever. <laughs> I've had six of those since last Monday. <laughs> I, I've, I don't know about you guys, but I've saved my early epics in my bank. Like, I still have, I still have my Soul Keeper staff. <laughs> I still have my Starcaller wand. Dreadmist, baby. Still, you gotta have yep. the Dreadmist gear. I've had the full Dreadmist gear. <laughs> I still have yep. the Fang of Vinoxus. Oh, nice. That's a good one. I nice. remember when you got You that. can't get that anymore. You can't get that anymore either. Now, now Zilgurub isn't an instance anymore. Uh, yeah. Hey, I just want to mention um, Hamu'ul chuckled. <laughs> Let us hope we do not find out. I will be careful, <laughs> Karen. More than my own life is riding on the outcome of this gathering. We are all aware of the risk we take, and we deem it worth it. Karen nodded and spread his arms, indicating the sacred grounds before them. I hope I do not have to come here to commune with you afterward. Hamu'ul threw back his head and laughed. Dovetailing into what uh, Kern Katera was talking about with questing, I want to continue on talking about questing, but more specifically <clears throat> the storyline of the game and the style of the game and some things that have been bothering me about it. So a little background first. Dude, are you going to start been... whining again? More whining. No, I'm curious. And I'm curious now, what everybody another thinks. another episode of Bryce <laughs> Bitches and Moans about World of Warcraft. No, just, can, I, can it just be about everything? Not just World of Warcraft? And I feel like you'd be bitching and moaning with Bryce. With our host, Bryce. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, over, over the past three, four weeks or so, I actually have not played much World of Warcraft. I got swept away by uh, more standard RPGs, so I've been playing uh, Bioware games. So I never wrapped up playing Mass Effect 2, finally finished that game. And I hadn't gotten very far into Bioware's game uh, Dragon Age Origins, and I started playing that uh, quite a bit and have probably gotten through, I don't know, maybe a third of the game or so. First of all, have any of you ever played any of the Mass Effect franchise or Dragon Age Origins? Nope. No. Yes. I played um, I played about three quarters of Mass Effect 1, and I played about one-tenth of Dragon Age. What did you think? Um, I played about one-tenth of Dragon Age. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed uh, Mass Effect, but I just sort of got sidetracked on it and haven't gone back. Okay. So I, I will say that uh, for my money, Blizzard and BioWare are the two best games or, or best companies in gaming, hands down. And a lot of the reason is for me is the storyline. But BioWare is a is I, I mean, Mass Effect and Dragon Age are unbelievable. They're, they're like um, they're like entire seasons of a really great television show. Um, I, I can't recommend them highly enough. If you like anything in the fantasy or the sci fi genres, Get those games and play them through from the beginning. They're freaking awesome. So the reason that I'm bringing those up 
is because I was playing through Dragon Age. And Dragon Age is a lot like, you know, it's a combination of sort of Lord of the Rings and World of Warcraft. There's a lot of stuff in there that's very Warcrafty, And I, so playing it through reminds me of Warcraft. So when I go back in and I play Warcraft, there's things about Warcraft that are now bothering me. And I'm wondering if they bother you. So the style in Warcraft is that there's a lot of humor in the quests and in the world. So you're playing through something and there's a lot of these like little in-jokes and things like that. And for a long time... Like Paris for a long time, Hilfron. Harris Pilton. Pilton, right. right, yeah. Yeah. So there's... Um, a lot of times I think I've liked that. And I, I've, in, I've enjoyed it and it's been funny and whatever. The, the whole goblin thing, for example. If you play through the goblin starting zone... The whole thing is just a bunch of jokes on, like, Jersey Shore and um, all kinds of stuff is in there. So it's okay. I don't mind it. It's kind of funny. But I'm wondering, though, if it ruins the potential of the whole Warcraft universe by having humor in places where maybe it shouldn't. And what I'm saying is is that there is a lot of times where I think that the epicness of what they could be doing in the game story-wise gets ruined by stuff that just you know, is stupid and doesn't make sense like why it should be there. That's why I think I like the undead quests in uh, 1 through 20 is because they didn't do that. It was pretty darn serious. And when there was humor, it was sort of like laced through the middle part of the story. But the ending of the story stayed serious and kind of epic and cool. And so you you felt really satisfied with it. So I'm just wondering what you guys think about the the level of humor in, in Warcraft as a stylistic choice. In the classic vanilla, vanilla WoW, there wasn't a whole lot of that. And if there was, if there were parts of it, it would be very well veiled. It wouldn't be, wouldn't be obvious. For example, the Christmas line, the whole smoky wood pastures thing yeah. with the, mm-hmm. it, I, it really does pull me out. It really, it really pulls me out of the Warcraft world and injects more of what I'm familiar with in my own life that I, I know I, I'm not a fan of that. I'm the opposite just because I do like that stuff. I mean, obviously not to a huge degree where it would totally interrupt a story, but some things in the game, I I mean, I don't want to give too many spoilers and stuff for some of the high-level content, but there were just things that I seriously just started laughing. Like, there is a camel called Lady Humps (laughs) when you're going into all of them, and I just started dying when I saw, like... Stuff like that I love, and I think it adds a little something to the game. But well, I like you know, that. that be, I like the Roxy, silliness. can that be your new call sign for the show? Lady Humps. Lady Humps. What was yours, Bill? Yours, you were going to go from Infernal Bill to like Dirt to Dirt or something? <laughs> dirt to Dirt. Dirt would be good. And Lady Humps. Hi, it's the Dirt to Dirt and Lady Humps show. <laughs> Although I will say that when I went into Nomer, is it Nomergon? Nomergon? Whatever. I think it's whatever. Nomergon, Nomergon. But you would be the expert on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Nomergon, and I know that that's completely wrong, and everyone is gonna hate me for it. It's but you a, know what? Damn a, it! It's a made-up name. I can name. say whatever. How can it I be want. wrong? It's a made-up name. If Nomergon has gone wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> um, the there is a there is a. Um, uh, a goblin in there with a red shirt on and pointy ears, and I think his name was Mr. Spork. Yeah, and, and there's Scooty, and I think he's in Booty yes. Bay. Scooty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, I think the thing is, to, to answer the question, though, I, I think it tries to be everything for everyone, right? So if you, yeah. if you do want to be super uber serious, play, having played through the whole Worgen quest, I, I really can't remember there being a whole lot of comedy. I mean, I think it's actually sort of tragic in a number of respects. and it, it's, Yeah, they played that one pretty straight. I mean, it's I really straight, right? And then the, the, and that makes sense. I mean, Worgen, dark, foreboding, it's really, you know, sort of epic. And then you do the goblins, which is a totally different. And, but the goblins don't seem like they'd be epic characters. They seem goofy and, you know, weird and, you know, just, just susceptible to jokes. Um, so I think... You know, I'll bet there are tons of people that play that really enjoy the lightheartedness that's in World of Warcraft, and those may be the very people that like the gnomes more than they are the um, the goblins rather than than over the over the worgen. I just think about things like we were talking about the shattering, and now that you're reading a little bit of it, so the shattering doesn't take anything. If on a comedic level at all. I, I don't even remember if there is anything funny in there. But when you read through that, I kind of find like that's the, the actual soul of the Warcraft universe. So let's say they went off and they're, they're working on that Warcraft movie, right? 
how much humor do you want in the Warcraft movie? I mean, would you ra- wouldn't you rather have it be like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or something and be like totally awesome, or would you do you want it to be laced with like really bad one-liners and you walk away going, well, that sucked. I mean, you know, how much like Jar Jar Binks do you want in your World of Warcraft? <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen the the preview for the the Green Hornet? It looks absolutely awful, and I just hope Warcraft doesn't come out looking like something like that. Oh, oh, Misa Bombad Poodoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so iterating on this then, in within the quest system and in the story of World of Warcraft, sometimes I feel like there's, um, especially in these new quests, so I've loved the new questing thing. I agree with you, Michelle. It is awesome. I agree with all you guys. The phasing is really cool. But there are times where I find myself feeling there's been like some inconsistent effort put into the game or into the, the total storyline. There, there'll be like this epic quest, and it leads to like a totally fizzled ending. Um, and I think of the Worgen stuff specifically. So the Worgen thing leads up to this giant thing that you're going to go like retake all the city and all this other stuff. And it's just, I, I think, I think what really hurt it for me is, is that it, it wasn't epic enough. There wasn't enough that they did to actually culminate in that story. And there's things like, you know, I'm playing through the epic conclusion to the Worgen storyline and the music is still the same, like sort of morose, slow, atmospheric background music that's like, well, this is lame. Why couldn't they have just, like, coded in a section with some really sweet music for this part or something? Like, you're retaking the city and you're hearing, like, (laughs) and it was like, really, dude? Really? This is it? So, what do you guys think there? There are moments in Warcraft sometimes where I'm like, that's it? You guys didn't follow through on this. Well, I know, too, doing some of the quests, um, especially so far, I'm not very far in Aldum, but they have a ton of cutscenes. It's like every other quest, it seems like you have some cutscene, but it's really frustrating because instead of doing the really cool cutscenes like they were for other things, it's all like the speech bubbles and there's no voice acting. And it seems like if you would go to the effort to make it like a cutscene and include my character and everything, you would at least make it a little bit more immersive. I mean, maybe they didn't want to pay somebody, but... I mean, I was starting the Harrison Jones quest, which is like the Indiana Jones quest, and it it's really fun, but like speech bubbles were pop, popping up, and they weren't always matching up, and it was kind of annoying and like hard to follow the story. So that was frustrating for me. Like, I don't understand why they didn't just... Well, and that's inconsistent, acting. too. There, there were <laughs> mm-hmm. moments in the Worgen quest line that I remember that some people talked and some don't. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was weird. So, like, uh, in the Goblin thing, um, Thrall's girlfriend, Agra, talks to you. You hear her voice, but Thrall doesn't talk. <laughs> so, what is, like, Thrall's voice actor not available that day? It's just Probably like, not, you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was on break. <laughs> Has yeah. Thrall ever actually talked in the game? Well, I mean, you you know, you hear his emote speaks, so he still has the... I think he has different emotes now, um, and he's got a totally cool new character design and everything, but yeah, I think he still has the emotes, but I haven't heard him say anything else. Does he talk when you go to the Maelstrom? I can't remember. I don't think yeah. he does. I okay. think it's, I I think it's Speech Bubbles, as I okay. remember. I think it's yeah. just Speech Bubbles. And see, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, you are, you are MF and Blizzard. <laughs> you got all the money in the world, and Seriously. you got time because you can put anything out whenever you want, and people are still going to buy it. So take the time and do it. This is where a company like BioWare, who is working on that awesome-looking Star Wars MMO they're working on, and if you guys haven't seen that, check that out. Go to BioWare's site and check out the Star Wars MMO they're working on. And one of the chief things about that that looks cool is that every NPC in the game, from the beginning to the end has uh, live-acting voice emotes from, from real talent, and they sound awesome. That's pretty cool. Mm. And it's like looks totally immersive as a game. Would, so, would you play another MMO? Uh, that, that one, that Star Wars one, is the only one I would consider at this point, and I very well might give it a, give it a try, just because I know BioWare's stories are so good. So it's kind of hard for me to resist it, given the quality of their other games. And yet you don't like playing quests with other people. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like, you know, I if the que- if the story's good enough, man, I don't even really care about the MMO aspect. I think maybe at heart, I'm not a big MMO fan. I think I'm more of an RPG fan. So you suck, is yep. what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like how he's not debating it or like. <laughs> 
about. Well, it's not. It's. I mean, like, I don't. I don't Res look when it comes to when it comes to rating and things like that. Well, then it's a. It's more of a social experience. Like that. That's I think my point when I was saying you can go into these instances but not get much out of the storyline. I don't go in there to you know get into the story. I go in there to hang out with people and pwn face right and fear mm-hmm. mobs and to other mobs. <laughs> I don't do anything like that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> It's 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 I, the nice thing about Warcraft is that you've got a, an individual experience versus a group experience, and so like for me, I completely can relate to that because there's some days when I just want to get on my on my goblin or on my paladin, which is not not in any group, and just play the game and do my own questing. And then there are times that I want to log on to my priest who's in the pods and level with other people that I've been leveling with. And it's it's nice that you have the ability to do one or the other. It caters to all groups. Um, so, and if you're saying Bioware is a, is a, has similar stories, it would be, it would be interesting to see how another MMO fares if it's, if it goes into that kind of, that kind of duality, you can do one or the other. Well, be just because, just because we always talk about Warcraft here, I will pimp it out again, <laughs> just because I, I know you and Lauren have never actually played uh, one of those games, but seriously, I cannot recommend it high enough. I would actually recommend if you guys like sci-fi get Mass Effect 1 and start playing it. It is so good, it's hardly possible for me to even describe how good that game is. So it's an RPG, or, or what is it? It's exactly? it's an RPG. It's basically, mm-hmm. it's questing in the world of Warcraft without anyone else playing with you. Mm-hmm. But it's all, it, it's kind of the thing where it's like you've got to finish the sentence kind of thing, so somebody asks you a question oh. and you get a multiple choice of like five possible answers. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing, but it is super cool. That's and Bill, you should finish playing it when you get the chance. The problem is, though, is that, I mean, like, you know, Bill's got his kids, right? And and his whole family and all these family excursions. These games are really immersive. And so if you've got a lot of external things you're going on, it's probably going to be hard to play through them. I can understand why people would have an issue with them because it's like sitting – playing a Bioware game is like sitting down and watching a television series. And you remember Kern when, uh, used to go through and, like, watch Stargate, like, 50 episodes at a time and you just yeah. – like, another Stargate. We want to watch <laughs> another one. That's yeah. how you feel about Mass Effect. You just want to keep going because it's that awesome. It's not even really a game. I mean, it is no, in a no. certain sense, but it's 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 almost impossible to fail, right? It's very yeah. simple. All the battles it's, are. It's very a novel. Simple. It's a novel or a television series. Yeah. So uh, that 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 you play through. There is a, a component of gameplay where it's like a first-person shooter component, very, but, but it's, it's very easy. Very, yeah, and very it's easy. very tied into the narrative. And so, like, you'll be doing the first-person shooter thing, and then something will happen that'll change what you're doing, and then there'll be some dialogue and more plot, and I don't know. It It's fantastic. So hmm. yeah, I would like to see MMOs go that direction. And based on what the Star Wars MMO from Bioware looks like, it looks like they're trying to go in that direction, which was really smart to do if the story's anywhere near as good as their other games. So... There you go. That's my that's my pimp out for Bioware. <laughs> that's been this week's Tavern Cast Elite. If you guys like the show, please review us on iTunes. Your reviews on iTunes do help us to increase the show's ratings and listeners, so it does make it possible for us to keep doing the show. So please review us and give us good reviews if you like the show. Roxy, what would be a good (laughs) review, you would say, if somebody were to type it up? If they were going to type up exactly what you say, what would you say? (laughs) Um, You guys are awesome. Okay, thanks. Bye. And do little hearts and smiley faces. That's what I would put. Remember to visit TC Leet and our other shows, Taverncast, The Screen, and On Tap, all three up at the web at www.taverncast.com. And please let us know how we're doing by visiting us on our community boards, linked off the main page by ticking, by ticking, can I say <laughs> by ticking, by having a nervous tick that just makes you hit the key over and over again. But, but only hit it once. You have to control the tick by only selecting that button once. Because <laughs> if you do it over and over again, you break the internets. If you if you tick the button more than once, I mean, just make sure you tick in the right area first, and then all the other ticks can be on the rest of the page. Agra actually blushed and looked a little flustered. It will be a long journey. But the right one, Thrall said. He did not have a second thought. He had been called, 
and he would go, not as a war chief, but as himself, as Thrall, son of Duratan and Draka, Shaman. Taverncast 1337 is a Snapdragon production and part of the Taverncast Network. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. Regular Taverncast had a meeting last night with Eric and Mike and Bill and myself. And on the um, conference list that I see in Skype, for whatever reason, it says uh, it shows a chat window with everybody in the conference. And it says Bryce Irwin, Eric Watson, Bill Tickner. And where Mike Monin's name should be, it says, This is fing bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all, it's, all I want to do is have some fun. By all what? I oh, it's. Do. Oh. Is have some fun. So, exactly, Bill's got it. I got a feeling I'm mm-hmm. not the only one. I'm drinking beer at noon on Tuesday. And a uh, bar right. sits from the giant car wash. Something, something, oversized, something. Well, matches from a, or something. Yeah, it matches from <laughs> an oversized pack like this one bird. Is have some fun. <laughs> Down to his I got a feeling I'm not the only one. Did you know here the word fanny? Like, I, I described someone's fanny pack the other day, and everyone looked at me like I had three heads. And fanny here means the front part of the female genitalia. So when I'm describing, when I'm describing a fanny a pack. pack. <laughs> exactly. when, I'm, when I said to someone, well, he had, I put all the cards back in his fanny pack. They all just kind of looked at me with their eyes bugging out of their heads. Well, I would be weird I'm enough. A- Hello, I've got my labia pack on. What? All right, three, two, one. Lauren, did you do it? Lauren, did you make noise? Yeah. I want to hear you louder than Bill. Do you get me? Louder than Bill. No matter how loud Bill is, you need to be louder in three, two, one. La 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 Get pumped! Get pumped! You're on the air. Let's go! Get pumped! Okay, you you can do it. Like you can pre-show do it. Dance. No Whatever you do, whatever you do, don't, don't screw it up. That's all I'm saying. Don't, don't. No pressure. Don't screw pre-show it up. dance. I will try my best. Okay. No, no. Pre-show dance. That's not good enough. Don't. I will pwn it it's in the be. face. Pre-show dance. <laughs> there is do, and then pre-show. there is up royal. That's right. Whoa. Pre-show dance. Pre-show dance. What is that? I have no. Pre-show dance. <laughs> It's his pre-show I'm dance. Seeing, pre-show dance. I'm seeing Bryce in parachute pants, pre-show kind of like dance. jumping around, like a parachute pants. <laughs> Periscope. <laughs> Periodontal. <laughs> and this is infernal. I hate this. Can we just do? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do we have to like say our whole name? Can't we just go? This is blah blah blah, and this is boobity boo, and this is diggity dee. Do we have to like go through the whole thing? Can we just go? All right. Just... Are you asking me if to change your name to Diggity? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That sounds cooler than. Yeah, this only if is you do. Diggity D. You can call me yeah. Infernal Bill. And now for another scintillating episode of the lore <laughs> of Warcraft. As Bill Tickner tried to continue to scream into the microphone, Bryce simply <laughs> shot. England, Wait a minute, wasn't your name in the pod people Shaban? It was. And this, and, the, and this place is called <laughs> On Shaban? Seriously. Thank you, I just want to, I just want to plate that out. That, that, that's great. Yeah, right. cool. Thank, you know, thanks for giving me something to edit, Bill, because without you, I'd be able to get these shows out in like a half an hour. But because you do this, I've got to sit here for like three hours in an afternoon, and boy, do I appreciate that. No, those are, those are the patients I take care of. Those aren't the people I live with. Um. Wow. <laughs> either, either there was a bell ringing or I'm dying. One of the two. 
<laughs> yeah, where, did an angel just get its wings? <laughs> I'm in Australia. I'm in Australia. I've got parrots that are on my balcony every morning. I've got the beach that's a, beach, a block and a half from me. You have me. parrots I've... on your balcony every morning? I do. Ah, wake up! Time to wake up! <laughs> Serious, that's 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 kind no, of no, what no, it's no, like. No. They're, they're wearing g-strings and football pads, going, ah, "Give me the oil! Ah, give me the oil! Ah, get up now! Time to get up, lazy! Ah, ah, they're shrimp of- on the barbie! <laughs> Sail it out back! Ah, ah, we've got more stars than just Paul Hogan!" Ah. <laughs> so part of so in my questing for, let me start that over. Yeah, whatever. Oh, shut up. First time on Tavern Cast? What do we have to have Roxy do everything? Performance anxiety. Shut up. Fine. Roxy, They're take mean. it. Okay, go. <laughs> well, actually, hold on. I got to let the cat out of the room. Oh, is that a euphemism? <laughs> I was going to say, thank God we can't smell that. <laughs> Lore of Warcraft with Lauren Hoban. Now, bum, bum, bum. Here's Lauren. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>